This is Chris from Houston, and you're listening to Drunkards United. Come on, you are. You know, I'm uh, I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you guys all taking the first sips of something that we will be discussing, and you're like, "Oh, it's disgusting," and I'm like, "I I told you it was fucking disgusting." Like, you all didn't want to believe me, but uh, I think you all are now going to hold me at a higher level of regard because I do have a trophy here that denotes that I am an MVP. So from this point forward, I insist that you all refer to me as Mr. MVP. Thank hey, you very much. Mel, Mel. Yes, Graham. I just downed a glass of Bucky because I got a bone to pick with all you fuckers. I'm back. Let's start the show. Hello and welcome to the Drunken United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the European jet setter, Samuel Graham. Sammy, clearly you've got some fucking issues. How are you doing? Oh, the Bucky is coursing through my veins, mate. Yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. Uh, it is gross, <laughs> um, but I'm starting to take a liking to it. Uh, no, I just had to stop that. for After getting ripped for the last two weeks about making it all about myself, you showed up with an MVP trophy for a community golf tournament you paid for in whiskey. And... Um, Details, uh, details, people. Be careful, or his MVP-ness might rattle off on you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I see what you did there, MVP-ness. De- details you need not be bothered with. All you need to know is Mr. MVP over here, and that's all you need to know. So we're recording at Studio H just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on every single podcast platform you could possibly think of. And should you want to chat with us, there's many ways that you can. So, Sammy, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Absolutely. We are at DU Football Show on all your social medias. That's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, and DU Football Show at gmail.com. Excellent. Also, make sure you check out our closed group, the club page, as Mel likes to call it, Drunkard United FC uh, on Facebook. Um, we just don't take no shit in there. So joke, laugh, have fun, rip on each other's teams, talk about funny stuff, share videos, uh, you know, tweets, all that kind of stuff. Um, no racism, no homophobia, no um, any other dumb shit, really. And don't that, be overly political either. We yeah, like yeah to we don't do the politics that. stuff. We're, yeah. we're we're just we're just running our mouths about uh, unless you agree with me. No, no, hit the fucking <laughs> mute button. See, see, here's here's the problem with you being away is that she suddenly thinks she's fucking second Mike. So <laughs> Sam I did and hear my... a lot of her on the uh, on the old shows. You also heard a lot of yourself. It's <laughs> true. I did. You all are just stumbling all over top of me. Can I just at least do the introduction of the fucking show? Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry, and we both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirit. And uh, tonight, we just decided to go all over the fucking place. We have a smorgasbord of shit we're drinking. Yes. Um, and none of it particularly all that great. So, nope. Sammy, tell everybody what we're drinking tonight. All right. So, we, for the liquor drink, uh, Manchester City in... A glass, I guess you'd say, for our tequila sunrise cocktail. We've used uh, Jose Cuervo Tradicional um, tequila, which is their, excuse me, silver tequila, uh, which is Jose Cuervo's 100% blue agave uh, version. Um, rested for 30 days in used oak and runs between $25.99 and $29.99 on the shelf. Uh, comes in any proof, but really, who gives a fuck about that? Um, uh, because I've brought home. Wait for it. I just want to let you know, I am a man of the people. I am an MVP. I give the people what the people want. Sam, since this is a uh, a vocal median and there's no TV, why don't you tell the people what I'm putting on top of my Ooh. tequila sunrise wow. right now? Now this actually makes it interesting. Uh, Mr. Houston is doing a Malort floater on his uh, on his tequila sunrise. You Ooh. people fucking asked for it. You fucking get it. <laughs> there you go, people. All right. Um, but yeah, no one actually cares about any of that because I brought home three bottles of Buckfast. Brought home the Bucky. Uh, so the old Bucky, which when I asked a particular bartender uh, when I was in Glasgow, asked him where I could find Buckfast. He goes, oh, mate, you want the Bucky? I said, yeah, I want the Bucky. He goes, yeah, well, it's kind of responsible for most of the destruction in Glasgow. And I was <laughs> like, that's pretty funny. Uh, definitely, where do I find it? Um, so 15% uh, only runs you seven pound at the co-op um, over by the uh, Glasgow Central train station, yep. <laughs> in case you're ever in town. Um, it comes in a 750 ml. Uh, grape flavor, kind of. A lot of chemical there. 
Um, it is a sugar bomb, and it has loads of caffeine in it or crack, which skill, we still can't decide <laughs> which one it is. Oh, my God. This is uh, if a if there was a, a Mad Dog Purple Passion flavor and a Red Bull fucked. That's yeah. what this so, would be. This is what Jamie Vardy drank before he graduated to vodka and Red Bull. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, so uh, kids, let's have ourselves a lovely show. Let's do it, do it. I, I just, mm, there's a flavor in it I can't quite identify, and so I drink more to identify the flavor, and then the more I drink, the less I care about it. Yeah, and th- this to me, you know how New Jersey's the pharmaceutical capital of the United States? This tastes like New Jersey. This tastes like New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. This absolutely. is what I imagine New Jersey 100%. tastes like. Hundred <laughs> percent. Tastes like New Jersey. Yeah. Um, that Malort floater tastes fucking disgusting <laughs> on top of the tequila. <laughs> yes. No. Good. So we're back. And by the way, that is not in lieu of my shot. I am a man of the people, and I will do my shot as well later on tonight. So. Sam, we talk about it all the time with the show, and we've told people, we're like, look, we're not always going to talk about the big six clubs. That's not always, if that's not the story, that's not what we're going to talk about. And that's the case in how we're going to open up this show. Honestly, the two most entertaining games were 2-2 draws this weekend. Yep. Uh, So we have West Ham 2, Bournemouth 2, Aston Villa 2, Burnley 2. Well, as, as we have stated before, the Cherries are a tough out at home. It's just what they are. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Yarmolenko had that tidy goal after just 10 minutes. Um, and uh, Sebastian Ale controlling a long cross, uh, found his feet fast enough to get it to Yarmolenko. Um, somehow VAR decided that Josh King's goal should stand despite the first player that touched the ball being offside. Not sure what that was. Uh, same way I'm not sure how we needed VAR to decide Aubameyang was onside today, which we'll come on to later. Right. <laughs> um, but so th- this is part of the problem, though, which we'll get into in a few weeks. But this is the issue. There's still no consistency. No, none whatsoever. You know what I mean? Game to game. Because it's a different referee, VAR, for each match. Right. It's, it's shambolic, to be honest. Well, um, in, in the case of yours, it was the ref wasn't even supposed to raise the flag, apparently, well, no, under the, VAR standards. Well, the other he thing, wasn't supposed to raise the flag. He was on the line well. He was well in position. He just wasn't looking across the line. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't paying attention to what he was supposed to be fucking paying attention to. Exactly. So let's get um, back to the real, anyway. What we're going to talk the, about. Uh, also, by this rationale, Arsenal should have won the North London Derby a few weeks ago. Um, but uh, West Ham uh, were pushing the rest of the first half. Callum Wilson then scored only thirty seconds into the second um, after having a great weaving run by Dominic Solanke, finally doing something for the Cherries. Fabulous! Uh, I fabulous suppose. Uh, fantasy weekend for me but that game was a fabulous fantasy really because because i had both wilson and yarmolenko i was too busy <laughs> i still haven't fucking changed hardly any of my lineup i'm guaranteed i'm close to last i didn't well, even look whatever excuse you need to tell yourself it's while terrible I'm in, while i'm in third i need to start paying uh paying attention um great advantage played by the ref um if it was mikey dean he would have celebrated <laughs> that, ad- that advantage he played uh, when uh, Solanke got taken down. Uh, Bournemouth were then on top for a bit before West Ham navi- uh, navigating the equalizer through Aaron Cresswell on 74, had a decent volley that was deflected in. Uh, but there was a Bournemouth goal ruled out for offside, and VAR didn't seem to be consulted about that one. Um, so I just don't fucking know anymore. <laughs> so a um, few thoughts here. First off on the uh, Cherries. Um Last three games, big turnaround for them because we were talking just right before you left of, you know, where the cherry's going to go. Apparently, all you need is that good old Everton bump to uh, <laughs> get yourself yeah. uh, going in the league. Yeah, um, right. But uh, more importantly, um, Philip Billing, is this the player Bournemouth's been missing? Someone that can toughen them up a little, hold down the middle of the field, kind of do the ugly thing thankless work yeah but i kind of think philip billing is also a decent passer of the ball yeah he's also uh can strike a ball from distance i think he gives them you know the old triple threat guy (laughs) because he does do all that dirty work as well um so he can create from deep you know he's kind of the traditional box to box midfielder he's kind of that aaron ramsey did defends decently enough puts uh, aaron ramsey was bad defensively but the idea of that position is you have somebody that's able to defend, 
you have somebody that's able to pick a pass, and that'll score you an odd goal or two. Yeah. So they do all three things, and they do them all s- serviceably. Yeah. Right? It's, it just, for, for me, it just feels like um, this team has always been a, okay, hopefully we can withstand the pressure. If they give us a chance to counter, we're fast on the wings, and we've got a guy who can well, score yeah, there's up the top. Thing, the creative it feels presence. like there's more yeah, the cre- stability to The creative lineup. presence for Bournemouth has always been on their wings. So their central midfield has always been very defensive, and Billum yeah. offers an, offers them something different to that. Yeah, it's been it's been a nice addition. And uh, now going over to uh, West Ham, Yarmolenko has been on fire. Yeah, he's lately. been playing really well. You know, well, he started on fire. Remember before he tore his ACL last season. Yep, that was uh, against us. When yeah, he, uh, when he injured himself. Yeah, and he barely featured obviously after that the rest of the year um and then has been on a tear the start of this year not to sorry that's probably bad after an acl injury if the ball <laughs> is on you got it yeah yes <laughs> if the ball is on I've his missed you <laughs> i've missed you so much i tried to make goo goo eyes at rob and i get lost it didn't you just oh so hi, I'm, I'm ugly sorry. enough you can stay focused yeah. is that what you're saying no you're funny <laughs> i can giggle with you well, you're gonna get to Hit talk the- plenty yeah exactly <laughs> Thank you. Um, but uh, with with West Ham, so there's a few. Unfortunately, there's going to be a few questions. Is mm-hmm. Fabianski goes out, and it looks like it's going to be not until December before yeah. he gets back. Yeah, it's going to be can, trouble. Can uh, Roberto did well in this game? He had a mm-hmm. nice handful he had a couple of, of saves, nice saves. Yeah, but let's also face it, he sucked a bag of. Dicks in the midweek in the League Cup where they went out, unfortunately. Correct. Yep. So now, granted, the lineup for West Ham wasn't their normal lineup in the League Cup game. So you've got to, there has to be kind of an, a, you know, a little bit of a pass on that. But he, he did well this time. Will he keep doing well? Um, I don't know if he has to. Fabian as long as, saves them in games. I know, a but as lot. long as their first choice team stays switched on. Right, they're not a bad side. Yeah, but they don't. So, that, but, def- that defense doesn't. The but, defense. Fabianski has to make a big save. Excuse me. Look at what uh, Adrian is doing. West Ham's old keeper at Liverpool, where that defense stays switched on, and he doesn't have to make a ton of amazing saves. Right. Mm-hmm. He only sees three or four a game where, and he's able to stay up with that. If Pellegrini can keep West Ham's defense switched on, I don't think he'll have to do that much work. Right. And if that's the case, then you'll have a serviceable replacement for, you're going to lose an odd couple, he's going to make a mistake, fine, whatever. Um, It happens. Nobody's perfect. But if that defense switches off, you could kill his confidence, you could do a lot of damage to that player, and you could see West Ham go on a bit of a nosedive for a little bit until Fabianski comes back. Right. That's absolutely true. Yeah, I, that, that's, you know, this was the question we had about West Ham is the, it's a good squad, a very good squad, mm-hmm. very well managed. Well, what if the wrong injury happens? Well, so they, yeah, so this absolutely. is the big question is, yeah. is what, like, if they go out and they get a win this next weekend, no harm, no foul. Keep on rolling. Do what you got to do. But more on that later yeah. in our betting segment. <laughs> so <laughs> it just it's it's a little it's a little bit of an odd situation. And um, you know, and besides, you know, other than losing two games by a combined nine to nothing, West Ham's been playing great. You know. Yeah. You know, for the most part, they have. That was for you, Chris. Let's go ahead and get into uh, Burnley and uh, Villa. Um, see, I told you I wasn't going to say specifically the first game. I just worked it into another way. Dude, see what I did there? It was pretty great, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm proud who, of myself. Who started the poll about me running on the pitch at the Arsenal? I did. Oh, you did? Absolutely, I did. I think Chris was the first comment on that post. I like That's that. why I had to take my dig during the live video pre-show. I liked Lindsay's with Jack flicking his hair, which um, <laughs> yeah. since we're talking about Aston, uh, can we uh, talk about Jack Grealish's uh, thirst trap on Instagram this week? I didn't see it. Uh, she told me about it. I'm going to go ahead. Go ahead. And, uh, oh, so what know. is it? What happened? Sunday, as in Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Jack Grealish <laughs> posts a picture of him at Emirates Stadium that says, it was a pleasure to play here. My favorite stadium in the Prem. Huh. I call that a thirst trap. Yeah. 
I am uh, very curious to uh, check out Lindsay's show later this week. Uh, Decent Blue Eyes little and Clara player. To see what she has to say yeah. about that. To be honest, but, we, uh, Danny Sabias is only on loan. We could use a player oh, like that. Oh, and Gunner Nation was all over of that course shit. They were. Wanting we, Jack. Listen, if there's one thing that you I'm haven't sure learned he got yet about so football, so many dick pics from little <laughs> Englishmen. Uh, if there's one thing that you haven't learned about football yet, is that Arsenal owns the fucking internet. Oh. We are very vocal, oh, very yeah. cynical, and absolutely ridiculous. When something Fucking gets mentioned, oh yeah, <laughs> the world lights on fire with us. I mean, there's. I'm surprised half a Gunner Nation still has uh, the letters on their keyboard they oh, type so fast. Yeah, no, they were they were all yeah, about it. They were going so, nuts. Yeah, there's absolutely. Some, there's some speculation out there. Yeah, about, England's uh, Rose Jack Grealish. Yep. So uh, coming to the Arsenal, you heard Sammy, it here first. That, that <laughs> Burnley Villa match that had, that was rough. It did. That had about as much stank on it as the first time you had Buckfast with that hooker <laughs> in the alley. Every time I <laughs> no, that no. tranny hooker no, in the alley. No, no, no. It was it was not a hooker, and and she was not <laughs> a, a transsexual. The 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 young gentleman was pressed was dressed as a very pretty young lady and would with just, a beard. You, no, he he was he was a very pretty girl and that's that's what he identifies as. So we're gonna let him do that. But I, it was a shared moment when we had that Buckfast. It was a very shared, all I'm saying. It, was, it is a I moment in my life I will that. treasure. I will treasure forever. I, I just want to walk away from that. Um, There's another one later. So even worse. Every time I looked up, was another Villa player. Flat on their back. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all had told me that Burnley was rough, but yeah. man. Uh, Burnley's a team full of me's that occasionally scores a goal. And f- yep. And a uh, fucking man bun kicking Grealish in the last uh, 30 Jay seconds Rodriguez. of the game. It was Jay Rodriguez, oh, yeah. God. And that Tchaikovsky uh, guy. There. What's his name? Tchaikovsky? Yeah, Tchaikovsky. Yeah, that guy's a beast. Yeah, he his is. His ears at one point smacked a guy in the face. <laughs> That's. So. Um, <laughs> That's terrible. It's. That's terrible. Y'all are just too much, really. Um, I do want to say I'm drinking the uh, Tequila Sunrise. It has now reached the point where I'm actually tasting some orange juice with the Malort. <laughs> A little. No tequila whatsoever. I will say VR did not screw us over this week, although um, I was literally typing into the football club goal when it got called back. So now I guess we all have to wait after a goal before we can celebrate. Yeah. Um, I will say VAR does suck the energy out of a game and out of a stadium. Absolutely. Because you see that hit the net, and that was such a great cross, and McGinn was in the right spot, on his foot, nailed it, and it just, unfortunately, VR was right on that call, but at least McGinn got a chance to come through with another goal If you wouldn't mind, could you hit my button, please? The mute one? (laughs) Wow. Sauciness over here. Uh Um, No, my fuck VAR button. I like hearing that one. Um... (laughs) Okay, and Hold on, every, the every, song uh, or you? Oh, the song's good. Do the song. I was just gonna say, if you needed to hear your own voice, really, while I'm here, while you're here, that's that's. Oh, that's a uh, uh, that's, that's a, a that's another good one. Though. That's a villa one. <laughs> there we go. Fuck the AR, yes. But at least I don't have to do a shot in the lords. Well, there yeah. you go. Fair enough. Count that as a win. Now, here's an opportunity to uh, give Mel a little bit of uh, constructive criticism. On the McGinn goal, there was an opportunity to use one of the Samisms. Oh, what did I forget to use? You could have said, although the goal got called back, the pass came across, and McGinn put a daft little touch on it. He did put a daft little touch <laughs> yeah, on see? it. See? Now you understand what a daft little touch he, means, huh? He spewed his glory all over the net. Is that a thing? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. 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 More <laughs> follow our new page, DUF Dark. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can find us at www.69dufootballshow69.com. spreading glory somewhere. <laughs> McGinn he didn't cover himself in glory oh. is the phrase. Mcginn is starting to turn himself into a uh, Johnny on the spot kind oh, yeah. of guy, isn't oh, he? Works like harder him. than anybody I've ever seen. That dude's fantastic. Hustles. Yeah, dude's that, fantastic. That second goal that, that he scored was right place, right time, just put a bullet on the backside. And just, uh, you know, the, the, the game as a whole was just... Damn entertaining. Well, Realize. you know what I was really excited about pre-match <laughs> was seeing big Tyrone Mings and how physical he is. I think he's 6'3 or 6'5 against Chris Wood, who's the other of those two heights. I can't yeah. remember which one's mm-hmm. which. Yeah. But also very physical. Ashley Barnes, very physical. Jay Rodriguez, and, very physical. Yeah, but Jay Rodriguez old. Yeah, but he's, he's a midfielder. Phys- but he's also but he's also physical. No, right, right, right. But uh, Tyrone Mings would have been marking one of the two forwards. Yeah. And that battle 
It's like an old school Premier League battle. Yeah. Even before the Premier League, it's like an old first division battle. Yeah. It's brilliant. I love watching that. That's the kind of stuff that I used to relish when I was a player. I still play. I don't know that I call myself a player anymore, though. <laughs> so, but that was brilliant. That was awesome. So Burnley did what Burnley does, as, oh, as we as we call it. You know, it's, it's can we talk about Ogazi's goal? Uh, please, audacious. Yeah. Mm. Why would you even try that? <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. Why would you even try that? That was fucking brilliant. The cross was a little short outside of the near post. Takes it off the half volley and meant to do it. Like, why would you even try that? Who thinks of that? That was fucking brilliant. Why not? You know what? You know what else is audacious? Hmm. The way that Sam needed to just shoehorn that right in. He he good. had that ri- he had that written down and had that highlighted, and he definitely needed to say Aww, that. I did so it for cute. you, Mel. Um, here's my bone to pick. Okay. Uh, I kept hearing the announcers call out Trezeguet, and I kept looking up numbers to see who the fuck was Trezeguet, <laughs> because that's not actually his name. No. It's well, not. I didn't know that. It's a nickname they gave him because he, well, I think now he I know. looked like that. He looks Trezeguet like it. He something. was given to it at age nine yeah. because he's the second favorite Egyptian footballer in English Premier League currently behind Mo Salah. Right. And uh, apparently he looks and plays, and that's why they call him that. But I was confused, and Houston was at a freaking car show, so I had nobody <laughs> to tweet my answers to. Yeah. Yep. Uh, car show working. Thank you. I still, I should have called Lindsay. She would have talked me off the ledge. There you go. Anyway, so um, <laughs> Villa needs to start. The, these are games. Now, granted, Burnley's a tough out, but mm. this is at home. These are the games you need to start winning, Aston Villa. You got to, you like, you got the ugly win against Everton. Everybody's slump buster. And, uh, but you got to, you got to start turning these into three points. Slump it's, buster? Yeah, that's everybody's slump buster that's right my now. Nickname for my husband. <laughs> Thanks, appreciate um, it. I do find it fitting that the Tom Heaton Derby uh, finished all level at being yep. a goalkeeper. That's nice. Yep. They both yeah. played. Yeah, both. They him both played both very played well. well. Yeah. And uh, just one last thought to uh, towards the um, Bournemouth West Ham game that should be noted for West Ham is um, losing the middle of the week to um, you know a League One side in the cup and get knocked out. Normally, the next game. You go to Bournemouth. That's a game you lose. Yeah, Guess it's a what? Bit, yeah, that, that, you didn't lose it this right. year. That's, that's I mean, the positive. West West Ham fans, what you need to take away from that game is is that's a game we normally lose. We didn't lose that game. That's yeah. that's pretty damn good for sure. The, those games tend to be the game after that it tends to have a little hangover to it, a little bit turgent. Um, but yeah, West Ham, you know, still flexed a little bit of muscle. Still tried to do what they were what they were supposed to do. Alrighty, so you've been away, so we'll go ahead and uh, give you your ample Arsenal time to just yell and scream about it. That's um, not too much. It would look like two high school teams playing. I was going to, that's, you stole my thunder. It's fucking terrible. And I said, this was a rivalry game that used to mean something, and you know what it looked now like. it's this. You know what it looked like? Two old heavyweights that ran out of money and came out of retirement to fight each other. Just to get a payday? Just because they needed a payday. Arsenal won. Manchester United won. Sammy, what do you got to say about the um, match? Can I say that uh, I when the first time that I saw Paul Pogba's hair, the camera just kind of panned by him, and I wasn't sure how. I didn't notice anything had happened. I thought he cut his head. <laughs> I thought it was, like, soaked in blood. Then, uh, a little bit later on a corner, they kind of zoomed in. I also didn't realize there's a little bit of yellow. He had the Manchester City kit from the weekend upside down in his streak of color on his head, which <laughs> already, is also already very pi- funny. Already pitching himself to be sold? Yeah. Uh, well, that's what he did all summer. <laughs> so uh, very funny and very fitting. Um, this was all set up for a 1-0 United win, uh, and which is what I thought was actually going to happen. Um, just both teams are in disarray. We haven't won at Old Trafford since 06. It just it screamed. Rashford on a counterattack, and then we weren't going to get shit out of it. Right. Um, but luckily, that's not what happened. Uh, although, Granite Jock has been named our permanent captain, so I'm sure we're going to have some shite results here coming up soon. <laughs> um, lineup was a little bit strange, I thought. Three defensive midfielders. I thought showing showing uh, United a little too much respect. We had no real creative presence in there. Yeah, they're a counterattacking um, team. Yeah, Ozil, would you go? Ozil wasn't even in the squad. Uh, and then, not that he would have played anyway, but Ceballos was on the bench as well. So you had the young um, Bukayo Saka 
uh, out on the wings, 18 right. years old, uh, in a couple of days. Um, and a couple of days, not in a couple of days. Uh, and then that was it. You had Alba and Nicholas Pepe. You had Ganduzi, um, Torreira, and Xhaka all yeah. in the middle of the field. So who's creating what for who? You know, um, I think that game screamed out for Ceballos from the start. Um, and maybe we could have done something a little earlier than we did. That game screamed out humidity sucks because Ganduzi's hair was all flat instead of the nice, beautiful frizz <laughs> it that it normally is. Teeming down with rain. <laughs> um, he looked like he looked like a soaky wet poodle that was dissatisfied. <laughs> he did. He did. His perm, his perm went flat. So for um, sure. The uh, um, so other than that though, the game was pretty even stats wise uh, and pretty indicative of where the two clubs are. Um, if we don't get Nicolas Pepe to start settling in. I think it might be time to drop him, to be honest. Let him just train a few weeks, maybe put a bug in his ass. When Lacazette comes back fit, you move Alba out to the left. And this kid, uh, Saka, is playing brilliantly. Right. Let him keep running. Or Joe Willick. Or um, uh, Reese Nelson. Yeah. Any one of them. You know what I mean? Have, have, have played with desire and want and... Their passes are on point. There's, I mean, there was one shot that came to him that Saka set up for him that was horrendous. He was all alone, uh, kind of halfway between the middle and the corner of the 18. Tried to take it first time. Rosie might actually have hit the upper deck behind the goal. Right. Like, you got to be testing the goalkeeper from there. That was absolutely ridiculous. Um, we outshot him 5-4. to four. So, again, stats-wise, it was pretty even. They actually outpossessed us, which for their shite midfield is, is ridiculous. Right. But, um, you know, there wasn't many positives to take from it. Uh, I don't know why. You didn't lose at Old Trafford, which is what you normally do. Correct. I don't know why uh, VAR was needed again. That offsides was never offsides. He was a good three yards on. Right. Um, like I said, that's where the, the, ref, the officials have been told in that instance to keep your flag down and let VAR, VAR rule. Right. Uh, so why was he even throwing up his flag in the exactly. first place? It should have been down. Lovely finish from Aubameyang, though. Yeah. And obviously before that, I don't want to take anything away from the kid, uh, Scott McTominay with a wonderful hit oh, uh, it was for a his goal. Hit. That was, the hit. young Scotsman did well there. Uh, but if you watch the replay, Xhaka ducked his head out of the way. Of course he did. Not fucking captain material. Even Theo Walcott knows that after getting knocked out this weekend by a cross. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> um, you bringing that one up. And then uh, Saka and Pogba both had chances. McTominay had another one, and the lack of the uh, finishing, lack of quality in the finishing was terrible. Um, in the end, I think it was a fair result, but it really was hard to watch. So here's a question for you then. Since, uh, you know, United to an extent is on a youth movement, Chelsea is definitely on a youth movement. Why not Arsenal on a youth movement? Well, they are with Saka. It's at yeah. 18 years but and I 25 mean, full days. Full blown old. and go for it. Well, they brought on Nelson, mm -hmm. they brought on. Um, um, why can't why am I forgetting their name? Joe Willock. Right. They uh Ganduzi started, who's only nineteen. Um Callum Chambers started, who's twenty three, twenty four, somewhere in that range. You had Bird Leno's twenty five. Uh Lucas Torreira's only twenty two, twenty three. So they were young. Abamiang right. and Jaka were the two oldest in the team, and Pepe's only twenty six. Um does w where does this draw leave Ole? I mean in limbo still. I mean, I, I I don't know that they can fire him at this point. I think they've signed on to him. The I and the it goes far deeper than that. I think the biggest problem is Ed Woodward. Yeah, he's need. a he's a commercial genius. There's no one better to sell shirts than him and figure out who's marketable and who's not. But the footballing side of it, he's a fucking lunatic idiot. Yeah, needs needs to. He doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground. Rounding up the rest of the league, and oh, so that happened. Chelsea 2, Brighton 0. Spurs 2, Southampton 1. Wolves finally get a win. Paul, you don't have to jump off the ledge anymore. 2-0 over Watford. Palace 2, Norwich 0. Suddenly Palace thinks they know how to win at home. Fuck Timo Pukki. And <laughs> the Foxes 5, good old 2 Castle 0. Um, Chelsea finally get a win. <laughs> And no castle. Yeah. <laughs> finally get a win and finally get a uh, shutout at home. Yeah, again, um, more on it later, but I lost my bet again because of Timu Puki. Mm -hmm. uh, 
so I I don't know. The automatic penalty, you knew what was going to happen as soon as it was given. Milivojevic oh, yeah. stepping up. There's nothing to worry about then. Uh, and then Andrews Townsend getting a goal in stoppage time. Uh, what happened in the middle of it, though? What happened in the middle of it, though, didn't is that really, you didn't... Between the two goals, didn't really no, give a shit about anything. No, 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 no. What happened in the middle of it is is that you didn't realize that I said, Chelsea, oh. finally get... You know, yeah, see, well, 2 nil. I was looking at the scores. All I heard was a score, to be honest with you. <laughs> so anyway, that's all I had to say about Palace Norwich. So that's done. We can move on. Fucking train wreck. No, don't encourage him. He <laughs> fucked up. Next, Listen, please. I drank a half a bottle of Buckfast. It's starting I... to hit me. <laughs> Let's get to it. <laughs> if I fucked up, you'd all be all over my ass about it. So, no. Yeah, welcome back from vacation. Hey, you. Hey, you. Look, in my eyes. <laughs> Seriously, tighten your fucking game up. All right. All right. All right. So, Chelsea, Brighton, what are we were fucking talking about? Chelsea finally get a win. They finally get a shutout. Um, Brighton, defense looks like they're in trouble, man. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Um, I said before I left, I think Grand Potter needs to take a hard look at how he's playing and maybe realize they don't have the players to play that style of football. That maybe they will have to dig in a little bit. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Because he's, he's leaving too many gaps at the back. Uh, there's too much going on. What I, as an American, what I took from this is this is the second or third game in the row. Uh, Christian Pulisic hasn't started. <clears throat> Yeah, there's something to be said for that. He's clearly now he's, he's coming not, on late, but obviously it's it's looking like, hey, I gave you a chance and you didn't repay it. Yeah, so you're gonna have to. So earn you're it. gonna have to earn it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're gonna have to earn it on on the uh, practice field. You know. Yeah, I think the the gold cup during the summer kind of hurt him a little bit. Um, you know, made him kind of come back to training a little bit late, maybe a little fatigued, all those sorts of things. I'm I'm a little worried for him because since Williams come back into the side. And the way Mason Mount and Hudson Adoy, uh, Hudson Adoy now back as well after this game. Yep. Um, getting a cameo. Uh, with those three players especially, that's that's all Christian's position. Yeah. So where's he going to play? Gotta, He's you not going to get time. Might get frozen out. Yep. Now um, I'm just I'm noticing this that um, there's still two more games to talk about before Palace and fucking Norwich. What the fuck were you thinking i told um, you i just looked at the score line you said two nil and i was like oh right. it's this one so um <laughs> spurs spurs go out of the league cup during the midweek on uh, on penalties which i'm sure brought great joy to you and that's uh, lovely but they figure out a way to get a win against southampton despite um having uh ire set off for a red card which was just a stupid fucking second yellow wasn't it yeah it was ridiculous i mean what was it two shirt pulls won it yeah, it was like what you got to be smarter than that. That's, and the second and, shirt pull was as like, the guy was going away to goal, so it's like you know the card's coming, right? Like, it just you got to be smarter <laughs> with that. Um, and Dombele hit his shot with some venom, uh, but Angus Dunn really should have done better. Yeah, Angus Gunn spilled that. It was it. it uh, this is bad goalkeeping, which speaking I I do of, I do like of, seeing Southampton lose, but not at Spurs. I would say, speaking of bad goalkeeping, Hugo Lloris. What the fuck was he thinking? (laughs) That'll be the easiest goal of Danny Ng's career. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull a uh, Diego Maradona and dribble through the entire team and go the entire length. (laughs) He completely missed the ball. (laughs) He didn't even get it behind his leg. Nothing. Uh, Not terrible. I mean, great. It's a win, but you you win against Southampton. How much can you really take out of that? You know. Tottenham still seems like there's a lot more problems than there are solutions currently. Oh, yeah, for their and Ang- side. like I said, Angus Gunn should have done better with that shot. I mean, I don't know what kind of pancakes he was making flapping at that thing, but he's going to put IHOP out of business at that rate. <laughs> yeah. Like so that? yes, I do. I did. That's I why. That. That's, that's why I had to come back to it. <laughs> why? Why I? Why I giggled? Like this is you're really off tonight. You are not realizing oh, I'm, I'm the fine. back and forth of radio, are you? I'm you fine, bro. Stepping all over me and all over the place, not paying yeah, attention. Yeah, but I've, to I've the been pent up games. for two weeks, so I'm just excited. That's the thing. You know, the guy that we we talk about it all the time. Teams that look like they're trying too hard. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Heard. I'm just really excited to be back, like a teenage boy <laughs> with his first fucking Playboy. So, <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Wolves finally get a win. Now, granted, it's against Watford. Does this help propel them? Because you got City next. No. No, they're uh, they. It's going to be a thumping when City plays them. Yeah. Um, they still didn't look great. Watford were just well worse. <laughs> Uh, in my opinion, um, Wolves did start brightly, uh, missing an early chance from Raul Well-Traveled Jimenez. 
Um, I'd love his airline reward points. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yes. It's going to be nonstop first class for free. Matt Dougherty finally finding the breakthrough with an easy finish uh, following a Pedro Neto cross on 18 minutes. Um, should have been a handball on Holovas on 34. Where was VAR for that? What in the actual fuck? Hmm. Why can't we get any fucking cons- consistency? We can't. We're, we're not right. going to because because here's the thing. Again, again, VAR does not want to hurt referees' feelings. And so if it isn't completely clear and obvious, this is actually the Wolves fan singing it too. Yep. If it's not if it's not blatantly clear and obvious, they don't want to hurt the little feelings of of uh, Kevin Friend. His hand or was Mike extended Dean. from his body, and yeah. the cross hit off of it. Yeah, no, they don't. But, but no, no. You know when that matters? It matters if they City, were City Tottenham, right? If they were trying to score a goal, then it would matter. Uh, other than that, they traded blows for the remainder of the first and, and start of the second half. No, nobody was really good enough to beat the other keeper. <laughs> All of which should have done better. <laughs> Uh, then a wonderful header from Daryl Yanmat beat his own keeper. <laughs> uh, uh, nothing. You got nothing for me there. Well, well, because because <laughs> the, thanks, ag- bro. Ag- again, you're just you're so pent up and aggressive and happy and all kinds that you're not realizing I'm trying to move on from this game because that's all we really needed to say. And you're like, no, wait, I got to read my entire paragraph. All right, fine, fuck it then. All right, so. Uh, one thing I did want to mention about Norwich and Palace is that um, we already did this one. That Norwich has now uh, consecutively, since beating City, been shut out two nil twice. Yeah, I noticed so that as well. That's uh, so did you know? Did Norwich perhaps shoot their load and now going to run into a run of bad form because of it? You know, it's possible, very possible. So finally, you can say it was a close game until the red card, but. You still need to keep your shit together, and Newcastle. It's a terrible fucking tackle. Newcastle, that's fucking horrific. You know, just just because a guy gets a red card does not then you mean you completely give up and allow a team to just run buckshot over you, which is exactly what <laughs> run buck faster. Yeah, really. exactly. It just exactly. Which is exactly what ended up happening mm-hmm. with Lester. Lester just blew up after that. Well, listen, I al- I always knew that there was only one result to this game, just like I knew there was only one rightful owner to this chair uh, that I'm sitting in currently. That's called karma, Alan. Uh, just to let you know, I am back in situ, and your boys fell faster than the track pant clearance rack at Sports Direct. Uh, Newcastle played quite like your performance on this show. Fine out of the gate, one large disaster, then largely underwhelming and disappointing. He's really proud of himself. I'm right done now. now. I don't even give a shit anymore. I got my digs in. <laughs> he talked a lot of shit about me, so I don't. <laughs> oh, after so, the so, red, so after the it... red, Lester really ran rampant. I mean, it was again. You get a goal. You get a goal. You get a goal. Vardy only had two of the five, and then it was three different goal scorers. Um. So now that you uh... and he had multiple chances, and Dubravka kept it. Re- Somewhat respectable. So now that you shot your load, are you just going to go ahead and roll over in the corner there and suck on your thumb in the fetal position? Yeah. You know what? The top two teams won. Neither was impressive. So you know where we're putting them? At the end of the fucking rundown. That's right. Oh, so that happened. Deserves more of a plug than both of these two (laughs) games. And my team was involved in one of them. Liverpool won. Sheffield nil. Man City 3, Everton 1. Um, I'm going to make it very simple on Liverpool, and we're going to leave it at this. Liverpool wins ugly. They got lucky that the keeper dropped the ball between his legs mm-hmm. that he probably saves 99 out of 100 times. Yep. I would worry f- just the level of performance. I mean, obviously, a newly promoted side at home. The place is buzzing. We saw this, what was it, last season, Wolves against City, wasn't it, where they drew 1-1 early on last season. Yeah. Do you remember this? Yes. They it's that newly promoted, they got the whole stadium rocking, everybody's there. And I don't know if Liverpool just had difficulty breaking that down or what, but they were Sheffield United after being all helter skelter the first few weeks. Yeah. Are very organized. Now all of a sudden. Now let's go ahead and talk about Everton versus Manchester City real quick. As we invite in our degenerate gambling friend Pat, everybody, to the show. And Mr. Graham had no idea this was coming. My wallet's in the car. (laughs) 
and I haven't been... Uh, allow me to get up and get you a chair, good sir. Hold on. I haven't been avoiding you, as was so eloquently put uh, by my uh, co-host. I just haven't seen you. Oh, I've, I know. I've kept the same schedule. You know where I am. <laughs> so since Houston walked off, I'll fill you in. Um, oh. Pat just walked in the door. Sam Graham had no idea it was coming. No clue. And uh, I had headphones and a mic and uh, beverage waiting for him as the good little producer I am. I just well, thank the you sh- for having me. I just thought the stuff was laying there. <laughs> I just thought you'd set it down. It's really annoying. I, I know today was going to cost. Looks me pretty ten- good. I know today was going to cost me ten bucks. <laughs> Luckily, I have cash. <laughs> well, well, you missed out on it because uh, the tequila sunrise. I floated it with Malort since that's what everybody asked for. But Pat, he still has a shot coming. Don't worry. Oh yeah, yep. I'm waiting for that shot with you. In fact, uh, going to do it here just momentarily. But yeah, so I. Back to Liverpool. Yes, it was a very ugly. It was. This looks like you know we uh, another show we listened to pointed this out, and I'm going to steal it because I think it's spot on. Um, this looked like a result when you're trying to chase the title in late March. Just got to get the result done. You know what I mean? Just go in, just take care of business, and get the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? And to be so early in the season, I find it a little strange. I'd be worried about the next couple of weeks. Uh, thank you, sir. To be fair. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, frankly, worry about the next fucking game. You have the Foxes at home. That is not going to be an easy game. Good old Brendy is going to be ready to fucking play. At this performance, I was going to bet Liverpool on that game, actually, uh, because there was a decent little line on it. But because of this performance, I strayed away. Because Leicester could very easily, two counterattacks, done for. Um Beat Liverpool 2-1 at home, you know? That could very easily happen. So I got the hell out of that bet uh, as quickly as I could. So uh, on to the the City-Everton game. City win, but that was not impressive. Now, Gundogan should have scored, what was it, the first five minutes? Yeah. Put put it uh, all. It was harder to miss that. Yeah, and he figured out a way to miss it. <laughs> tag a tag a wood y'all. And and they dominate the first twenty minutes. They get the goal, and then they stop playing. And Everton, frankly, for the rest of the first half, they got the equalizer and they took the fucking game right to City. I oh mean, yeah, they went right at them. Well, now, what about that chip shot that they uh, hit off the crossbar there? That, that was the one we just mentioned, the Gundogan uh, shot right at the beginning. Yeah, but that was in, from inside the six. <laughs> Yeah, should have had it. Should have never been up. Oh, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this bet's not looking good. (laughs) (laughs) All these chip shots. Well, it's so on an Everton side, and then I'll let you go ahead and talk about the uh, the rest of the game. I just want to know how Theo Walcott got knocked out by a cross. Uh, I I do not wish the demise of anybody through an injury, but I was scratching my head at the decision to start him. Yeah. Because it was just for me, it was like, wow, that just screams of a. Wow, we're gonna pack it in and hope that City doesn't beat us eight 0 Yeah, that's exactly what it screamed of, and I was to see that uh, Awobi came in, and I know you're gonna make all your pot shots about Awobi you want. He but, got subbed off. But, How yeah, often got, do you see that? Well, he got he got subbed off because he played the entire game in midweek. He wasn't supposed to. He was supposed to be a sub in. Right. So well, he was a sub yeah. in. Well, he was, but yeah, he wasn't supposed to play the amount that he played. Correct. So I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> but he helped change that game. Uh, Seamus Coleman, someone who's been getting a lot of stick lately from Everton fans, that man played his ass off and was just yeah. running down the sideline. Uh, uh, honestly, buckshot all over. I'm using the word buckshot again, but running rampant all over the um, verbal crutch. I know, running all over the the Manchester City defense. I mean, yeah. it's it. I mean, it was had, a very good back and forth game. We had chances. Yeah, you all had. Um a fair amount of chances, to be fair. If you were Mina, a little bit, Mina three decent headers at yeah, goal. That he one was of them open. was a free header that should have yeah. he should have done better with uh, for a- sure. Anderson made a couple of really brilliant. Uh, saves. Anderson made a game. couple of really good saves. Um, the other thing was, which I just lost in my notes, was uh, the free kick Riyad Mahrez scored. Mm-hmm. I think that simply was just Pickford seeing it late. <laughs> oh, it absolutely I don't think was. It, there wasn't a great amount of pace on it. There, it was it was well placed, but Pickford should have been covering that side of the goal anyway. I just think he yeah, saw it late. He played he played a little too much to the center because he was too afraid that the ball may go over to the near post. You got to trust your wall, 
Like a perfect example would be well, your game, of- your game today, where Bert Leno he let the wall cover the near post, yep. and he stood on the far post, and he made that save. Yep. Why did he make that save? Because he was because already in position. He was in the position on yeah. the far post. But th- Pickford set that wall and then stood in the middle, and that was that was a mistake on his part. But also, City did a good job of standing right where that ball came from was exactly where two City players were. Correct. So you had the wall set, and then about two yards left of the wall, as Mares was looking at it, had two City players and an Everton player. And as he approached the ball to address it, they both split and ran. And it went right between the City player running left and the Everton player that was still standing there with his thumb in his ass. Mm -hmm. And I think Pickford just completely just didn't see it. Yeah, essentially. And, and then the I mean the last goal was uh, and this is where you come in, you lucky fucker for actually covering your bet. Um cuz you totally did not deserve to cover that fucking I mean, I, just, I care about the shit. numbers. What what was the final score? That's that's all that matters. Yeah, you fucking backdoored the hell out of that. I mean, it was a good shot by Sterling, but at that point, <laughs> up until that point, the game could have been tied multiple times. Uh, I like, mean, in, in all honesty, I, I was at a 12U Bowie versus St. John game, so Sam was keeping me updated on uh, <laughs> yeah. what, what was going on because there was what 15 minutes left in the in the match, and uh, yeah, I was I, I was already counting it as a as a them yeah. Not oh, he was he was yeah. texting me. He was like, "I'm losing this one. I'm guess done. I'm yeah, this guess over. I'm coming to do a shot of Malort with you." And then I texted him at the 84th minute went you just covered yeah and then you had that thread <laughs> on facebook with uh some tasty looking tequila sunrises i was like well shit i'll come in for that <laughs> yeah let's let's talk about the more important story let's talk about the palate cleansing uh, sorbet jerseys that fucking manchester uh, yeah. city was. i want to talk the about something else first that? i i actually like you like as a human being <laughs> well that's nice to know but you're <laughs> you're wearing a redskins hat which i love and then a Spurs shirt, which you can go well, fuck you know. yourself for. <laughs> and I owe you ten dollars. Wow. So you know. <laughs> I got it on him last week, so I get it on you this <laughs> All right, week. Fair enough. <laughs> so, so uh, Mel, All why right. don't you go ahead and hand that to Sam? I understand Sam has his wallet in the car, but but Pat, I understand the importance <laughs> of having the cash put into your hand by the person you beat. Particularly Absolutely. considering he's wearing an Arsenal jersey, handing it to someone wearing a Spurs jersey. <laughs> so, aye, aye, um, aye. W- welcome back to the country, you fucking cock. <laughs> go ahead, pay him up. I appreciate it. I'll buy a nice six pack <laughs> with this. There, <laughs> there you go. go. And uh, with that, luckily being said, for me, with my recent economic situation over in London, that's only about six pound to me. Uh, heard. <laughs> All right. So, um, Pat. With that being said, let's go ahead and take care of this. I've got my uh, Malort. You have your tequila sunrise, as promised. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers. And there it is. For the oh, third week so in a row? You know what that yeah, tastes third like? Week that in tastes a row. like victory. <laughs> yeah, it does. You know, here's um, one last thought on Everton. As I get that taste out of my fucking mouth. Kind of. No. Well, no, no, no. still in that cup, too? No, no, no. This one's now empty. I, uh, I'm finally to just normal tequila sweetness. All right, good. Actually, you know what? Let me chase it with something else. How about a little buck fast? <laughs> oh, damn. No, careful. And how about one more time? Let's go ahead and take down a little bit of Ice House here as well. (laughs) This loss was really affected him. Um, (laughs) Here's the part that's frustrating. We show show passion. We play well. We actually have a decent game against City. And then you look at the rest of our schedule and you go, you you, you fucking lost at Villa. You shouldn't have lost that game. You lost it. You know, you lost uh, at the Cherries. And then you lost to the Blades at home. This should have been the game where you go, all right, that was our first fucking loss of the season, not our fourth loss of the fucking season. We have had a relatively easy schedule to start. We want to be a top six club. And right now, we're nowhere close to being that. We're lucky if we are a top 10 club currently with the form you're on now you had a group now now i believe that this is a long season and that things will get corrected but oh, yeah, I hate, it's a marathon not a sprint like day but, drinking but i hate to say this going going into next week we go to burnley one of the toughest toughest places to fucking play we need to fucking win like a draw is not going to be good enough a draw i mean fine it draws a point and it's better than a loss but Seriously, if we want to make a fucking statement in this league, we now have to go to a tough away opponent, a la like Bournemouth, now with Burnley, and we have to beat them in their building. 
If we want to be taken seriously at all, it's what we have to fucking do. One serious statement. I don't think you all are playing to your strengths. Oh, not at all. Number one, I think you're playing players that don't belong in that system, and it's showing. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. Think of Morgan Schneiderland. Schneiderland, it's because we don't have anybody else. But you want to it's play this, Andres, this possession Andres Gomez base. is hurt, and, and uh, JPEG's hurt. There's no one to play central mid. What? Yeah, I guess could play Davis. I'd like to see us playing Davis more, just because he's. But you have he's got hustle and life to right. Him. But my thing is, is you've got all these players. You want to play a possession based style. You've got fast wingers in a lot of cases. You got skillful players up front. Uh, Richarlison's decent in the air. Calvert Lewin's decent in the air. Why aren't you playing like Bournemouth? Yeah. Why aren't you playing a counter attacking style? You're shipping after the 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 good profit. Kyle Martino said that you all were going to start shipping goals. You did. Yeah. We and really I hate him. Started shipping and goals. really, I, I poke fun at you by calling him a prophet. I hate him too. No. I think he's an idiot. I don't think he's a great analyst. But he's right on this one. Yeah, Y'all started shipping goals. shipping goals left and right. Yeah. Last three, that's three losses in a row and not a great performance in the League Cup. And in those three losses, we've shipped eight goals. Right. And in the League Cup game, you won 4 2. Against the League One or League Two side, I don't remember what it was, but th- that's my point. It's it's not good enough. Yeah. Um. And for England's number one goalkeeper, you got to be asking questions. At some point, it's not only the defense's fault either. Yeah. Now, I don't think the backup should come in. I don't think he should be dropped. I'm not saying that. But everybody in that back line, including Jordan Pickford, needs to take a hard look at themselves. The other thing I want to say is you led the charge, my friend of making fun of me while I wasn't here to defend myself. So as I told Alan, fucking karma, mate. Oh, okay. Well, let's... What? Oh, no, no. Fucking karma? Oh, fuck off. It's goddamn city. Oh, okay. <laughs> karma. Okay, uh, you're right. Woo! I got What happened a week karma. before? What happened a week before? My balls. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time to tell you what little we know it is prediction time. And we've got the degenerate gambler with us, so this segment will be perfect. Um, so, even the fucking chicken lost this week as Sam is walking around looking for shit. Oh, dropping stuff, being a fucking complete mess over there. Jesus Christ, Sam Graham, get it to fucking get I thought you man. said you were a professional. You're supposed to just roll with it. No, 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 no. Not when you're this... <laughs> Listen, the bit is to feed the cup of losers. You're I had to f- get it. You're a fucking Tasmanian devil this week. You're like, dad, 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 all over the fucking place. How many do I have in that cup of losers? Uh, none. One or two. I thought you lost one. Two, no, no, but two. he's, yeah, but the cup of losers is just he and I. So, oh. You know. oh, I know. Oh, oh thanks. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> I know a lot more than both of you. I actually know absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, well, well I mean, no, makes it even. I'm, I'm 0 7. And, and so, so does the fucking chicken. And the chicken's been fucking getting wins on us, what, too. What did you. What did I forgot with the chicken bet last week. Uh, she bet uh, West Ham to beat the Cherries and ended up uh, being a draw. Being a draw. Yeah. 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 She, she, she went on a ledge, but I mean, it, it's not bad. It's not a bad bet. West Ham's a good form. Yeah, not a bad bet at all. I said that the, the chicken apparently knows how to make bets, unlike you or I. Um, now, fortunately. You're better than me. Uh, yeah, I'm only two. Stage. I'm only two ninety in the hole because apparently Palace decided, hey, let's start winning at home now that Sam's betting against us. Yeah. Um, and then you pet on uh, Pookie to score, which and he's decided <laughs> not to do. Yeah. Oh, um, I wrote fucking idiot on mine this time. All right, so um, I didn't just went nice and simple, but to the point. Cool. I didn't. Uh, I, I I didn't read it on the air last week, and I'd like to uh, applaud you for being an honorable gentleman and still uh, taking your loss and taking it, even though it didn't get read in on on uh, the air. So yep. good for you. Uh, let's go ahead and feed the sports direct sports. Uh, Fucking uh, Sports Direct, sorry, uh, Cup of Losers. Get it and right, mine, man. They're trying to save the British High Street. And mine said, uh, Brad, <laughs> when did your team start winning at home? Is what my loser says. So pass that on over to Sammy. Sam's a fucking idiot. Mine just says fucking idiot. About me and Team Mupuki. Sammy, what do you want to bet this All week? All right, I went a little safer. Uh, went West Ham versus Palace. Uh, it's at the London Stadium, and I know Palace is typically better away from home. But again, West Ham's in good form. 
Uh, I'm going to say West Ham to win with the total goals over two and a half. That comes in at plus 215 uh, on okay. us.888sport.com, which is where we get our lines. So when you all send in your bets of the week, check that website to get your lines. Which, by the way, outside of our uh, delightful uh, friend next to us here, nobody has been reaching out lately. So send us some fucking bets, Stop fucking around. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, now you actually get to hear it in your ears. Go ahead. And now... It's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. Why, Pat? Why don't you go ahead and tell uh, us your yeah, pick I'll this read week? My I email. wish his headphones <laughs> cut out right at that moment <laughs> and he didn't hear it in his All head. right, since I'm up 200 on the show, let's make two bets this week uh, on both primetime matches, and we've got some exciting ones. Uh, yeah, let's no, start. <laughs> let's start with the most exciting one. Sunday we have a 1-2-4 and four Nubs Castle against 2-2-2 two, two, and two Manchester United. I just have a, I got a bad feeling about this one. The score in the last ten matches between these two are all over the board. Even though Man U has won six out of ten, the over under is split fifty fifty. So since <clears throat> Man U has taken three out of the last four, no matter where they have played, I'm going to take Man U minus a half a goal at one minus one twenty. And now for what I assume everyone's been waiting for, our Saturday prime time. We've got three three and one West Ham United at three two and two Crystal Palace. These two teams have come to a draw uh, three out of the last five matches, which is exactly why I love the plus half a goal for minus 120 for Crystal Palace. Ah, taking, taking know, them, huh? Yeah, I know that's a short, sweet handicap, but since I'm the only winner on the show, uh, that's a human and not a dinner on my plate. You're talking uh, about me coming in. <laughs> You're talking about me coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, but I knew he was doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were. All right, so very Jeez. good. So yeah, it's a, that, that's right. A chicken does bet better than both myself and my co-host combined. Um, I've gotten two right this season, and uh, my co-host has gotten zero right this season. So yeah, he's always taking big parlays though. Yeah, I actually hit one I mean, while you like I, long shots, and yeah, just, I mean I one of these times it's going to come absolutely, in absolutely, and I'm going to make it all back in one swoop, and y'all are going to be crying when I'm up like three hundred dollars. So, but what I had, uh, I did actually win a three-part parlay in England. I had uh, in our match, Mel. I had Aubameyang to score. I had um, over eleven corners and over four cards. Jeez! It gave me eight to one uh, at William Hill at the uh, the sports book. And, Not the winery. Um, and I hit it. Yeah. So it was what'd, good. You pu- what'd you put on Just it? Just five. Uh, well, what did it come in at then? A- eight to one. So I won uh, forty euro. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or uh, forty pound. I mean. Yeah, whatever it is over there. Yeah. So as we mentioned, after a after one good week, I got myself you know I got myself out of the hole, but I'm back down to being down two ninety. So unlike you, I typically don't parlay it. I always like to split it up into a couple of separate bets. So for Big Sam's Lock of the Week, except when it's not. <laughs> right now, I'm at fifty percent with Big Sam's Lock of the Week, and that's not a lock, my friend. <laughs> if your front door lock only worked fifty percent of the time, you'd be robbed blind. And and your bets have come in exactly zero percent of the time. I don't call them a lock. I call it a long shot. Um, you, you or you. buckshot. Let's say that again. <laughs> buckshot. <laughs> Sam Houston is not pointing to his MVP penis. I am an MVP. You need to remember that. I have a trophy that says so. Right. You got a Gareth Bale trophy. It's a fucking golf trophy on a football show. But come but on, I'm Gareth. an MVP. Come on, Gareth. I'm let's, an MVP. Let's let's get your lock of the weekend. All right. So I'm actually uh, going at the same game that everybody else is. I'm uh, Apparently, everybody's really digging on... Uh, Palace and West Ham, but I'm going in the opposite direction of you. I'm taking a West Ham win for plus 100, and then for my second bet, I am taking Yarmolenko to score at any time for plus 225. So you're not parlaying it? No, I took it as two separate bets. Okay. That's exactly how I'm doing it. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather take simple individual bets and get myself out of the hole, which I will definitely do this weekend because West Ham is winning, and Yarmolenko is definitely scoring. Well, so that's the case, parlay it and get better odds. Nope. I'd rather play it safe and make sure that I uh, come in. Because in case in case if one doesn't hit, the other one does, and I still make money. So that's what I care about. Oh, you keep doing your parlays and well, keep if, being if, down six hundred dollars. I'm sorry, hold on seven hundred dollars. If West Ham wins, right? Uh huh. If West Ham wins, you said it was plus a hundred. 
Yeah. So you're betting 100 on both. So all you're going to do is be even. Well, no, I don't pay the money. I get the money. It comes out of you. Just you're too much. Stop it. It comes out of my. It comes out of my bottom line. I go from two ninety to uh, one ninety on that plus hundred. Yeah, but then you would have lost a hundred if Yarmolenko doesn't score. N- so you would have stayed where okay, you were. Okay, well then yeah, I'm even. even. Well, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. But I I'm mean, hit the both. worst worst I'll be is uh, minus forty if both of mine. Right. You know. And yeah. Of course, the best would be four hundred. Which which that and mine isn't what. Minus 700. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You don't need to be giving advice on well, fucking at least betting. I know how betting now, works. Now, Pat, if we gave you just that, that'd be enough, wouldn't it? That'd be a pretty good segment, right? Uh-huh. But we don't. We give you Kitty the Chicken. Here's what I will say about all the other co-hosts we had in here this week. They've they all, all dance to the Kitty the Chicken yeah. song. Yeah. Pat's over here like, I can't not grin and smile at this shit. Sam Graham doesn't have a soul. So, Mel, tell us about Kitty this week. All right. So, uh, Kitty was still in a pretty decent mood after the loss. And at 5-2 for the season, she clucked at me, which I assume she was trying to communicate that scared money don't make money, Graham. Oh, uh, I don't. I'm just telling you what the chicken said. My money isn't I'm scared. I do dumb shit all the time. I'm what the chicken said. So this week, I gave her a Chelsea heading to St. Mary's Park Ooh. to face Southampton. Ooh. Now, Kitty quickly pulled out her iPhone and showed me a picture of her having dinner with funny man and MLS owner, Will Ferrell. Oh. Not only that, but guess who cooked that dinner? Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. fucking Ramsay. So you know what that means. I mean, yep. She's going Chelsea, huh? She's going Chelsea, yep. and she thinks they're going to win this weekend. I tell you what, you know what I guarantee you Will Ferrell did not say to Gordon Ramsay? What's that? Mom! The chicken! Fuck! <laughs> I guarantee you he didn't do that line. <laughs> All right, people, remember, always gamble legally and responsibly. I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> it was my first day back. I was still jet lagged, and we fucking sucked ass. <laughs> and we had quite possibly our best lineup of the season. <laughs> yeah, we were terrible. Thirteen uh, four when it we lost. We got annihilated. Oh, it was horrendous. We played so fucking bad. Yeah, and it yeah. just got worse. Not good. It just got worse, and they knew it, and they were just like, "Oh, okay, great. They're now <laughs> trying to push the tempo." Wonderful. We'll Not just, score, t- we'll just yeah. score three on ones. Yep. <laughs> it was, was so, no so good. So we're one, one, and one, but we're still, you know, we're right in the middle of the pack. And normally by this time of year, we're uh, 0 and 3. It seems to be in Division 1. So yep. we can't be too bitchy about it. Right? Yeah, we're normally great escaping. We're sitting in fifth right now. So yeah, so that's not, not too bad. bad. It could be a lot worse. Um, but still, goddamn, we got our asses kicked. Yeah, wasn't but, good. But what didn't we do? We Play pitch rule. Yep. We never add the extra player, man. Nope. Never. We never. will we will take our whooping like grown ass men because we have uh morals and uh priorities, damn it. And, and pride. experience in getting their asses kicked. <laughs> Fuck. Don't worry, I'm no, the mute, mute button. button. Mute button. Fucking hit that mute button, Jesus, woman. I was about to jump on that bandwagon for a <laughs> second. Jesus Christ, all over the place. So um that about uh wraps it up. Sammy, got any parting words? I hope you don't, because fuck's sake you had a lot to say tonight. No, yeah, I do. Um, just want to say I had a wonderful, uh, wonderful time with Baz, Mickey, Ronnie, and all the lads that I normally see uh, every time I've gone over at the Supporters Club. Love seeing you guys. A uh, lot of fun. Uh, and to the new friends I made, uh, George and Steve, uh, and their company, Leather Repair, uh, which is a London-based company fixing all your worn leather, um, serving the whole of England. Uh, it was very nice meeting you guys, and thank you for taking a bunch of cards and passing them around um, to your customers. That's awesome of you. Really appreciate that. Just overall, it was amazing being in the stadium again. Uh, the anger at halftime for Arsenal Villa was palatable. Um, obviously, having Maitland-Niles sent off, getting injured uh, as well, uh, potentially. I haven't heard if he's going to be out for any length of time, but he was kind of helped off the pants. field as well. You totally shit your pants. Oh, uh, yeah. I, was, I went three deep at halftime uh, to kind of the disappointment of my wife, let's say. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I got a Pinot Noir at the stadium because that was the highest alcohol content drink that they offered because I just needed to escape 
after being one nil down and a man down at halftime. <laughs> um, obviously, uh, roar around the stadium was intense when we equalized. Um, only lasted for about thirty five seconds because Palace then scored again, or uh, <laughs> yeah. Palace uh, Villa scored again. Yep. Um, and then it was just anger for a while, and then it, uh, <laughs> last eight minutes, obviously, we got our two goals uh, and won the game. Which was just fucking amazing, and the party out afterwards was just as intense as the anger at halftime. So it was pretty wild. Uh, me and this German guy were the only two foreigners in the supporters pub afterwards. So a couple of people bought us some beers, were tossing us around a bit. Oh wait, um, you were the one with the funny accent. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know we got called good luck charms. We you know whatever a uh, bunch of that stuff. So but that was a lot of fun. Um, I think the game should have got a mention on the show, but. You know, the professionals that were here uh, decided against that, but that's fine. Uh, anyway, um, you know how I feel about you. I've you, told you, you so you far know, today. You, you know, you Alan, know I've already covered you. Rob, you did a smashing job. Well done. Oh, very good. The reason why we didn't talk about it is because we recorded on Sunday, you fucking self-fucking That game was done. It was bitch. on Sunday. No, it was on uh, that Monday. Game was, that game was on Sunday. It was on Sunday. That game was on I Sunday. I was drinking the uh, oh, sangria, okay. and I was watching You it. said, I, I'm at Sam's a baby not shower. here. We're not talking about yeah. him. That's what you said, I'm, even though it was a fucking lovely game. I'm at a baby shower with the game on one side of my yeah. phone, and uh, like pretending not to watch the game while I'm at the freaking baby shower, and right. I had so many jokes planned. I have <laughs> I have enough to fucking worry about, you know, trying to carry the show all by myself on a regular basis. That really... <laughs> Just fuck. I I really don't care, dude. You, you you feel better about yourself? Have you got it all out of your system? Yeah, I think so. Do you think we can actually do a good radio show next week? No, this is us. <laughs> okay, this is us. To, we're talking about. Just wanted to make sure. So, <laughs> thank you very much for joining us, boys and girls. Uh, it's for been pretty good since I've gotten. <laughs> oh yeah, heard for uh, for Sam Graham and of course our degenerate gambling friend Pat. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I am uh, Sam Houston, and I just wanted to say thank you very much for everybody who's been sharing the uh, show with their friends and all the new listeners. means a lot. Uh, be sure to uh, keep reaching out to us on the social media. We'd love to hear from you and uh, keep this thing growing. Thanks again. Until next week, everybody. Good night. said Rob's beard was better than mine. I appreciate that. Oh, his beard is sexy. <laughs> his beard is uh, maybe man's beard, no? <laughs> Unlike your beard. Your beard may be boy's beard.